welcome to episode 10 of Opposites React. Today is Wednesday, April 1st. I'm here with Sarah. Yo, yo. And this is Tyler, obviously. Um, if you're listening, thank you. We appreciate it. And if you haven't had a chance to catch any of our other, I don't know why you're jumping in episode 10, but if you haven't catch caught any of our episodes, other episodes now, maybe I'll go back and listen to a couple others so you kind of get the gist of what we've got going on here. But, <laughs> you know, essentially we just talk about movies, video games, what's been going on in our lives. Um, you know, we try to have an interesting topic each week. Sometimes we kind of wing it. <laughs> but hope you enjoy the podcast uh, the podcast today so today um well i guess we'll usually we just start off what we've been playing recently or watched recently i guess so uh for you well actually i should say for both of us i don't want to bury the lead here so i'll just say why don't you talk about animal crossing first and then oh i was gonna say danganronpa first because that's something we've also been doing together oh yeah we knew danganronpa first yeah. yeah so we um finished our second crime yeah run day three so yeah the second second trial we finished yeah. i'm still really liking the game liking where it's going was the second one tougher than the first? Like the first felt really handholdy. Did you, did you have any inkling of what was going on? Or don't give away spoilers, but no, um, yeah, the second one. I don't know. It, it feels like the trials do kind of drag a bit. They always have good twists at the end, or maybe you've you know predicted ahead of time who the killer's going to be. But in this one, it just felt like it dragged a bit. Um, you should wait to the later ones because there was one that I didn't understand, and I had to do the whole thing again. It was rough. Yeah. Well, at least I know now. I, see, I forgot if we did the first trial when we were doing the second trial when there's that sequence we had to put together the uh, the comic book events. Again. Oh, those are the worst. So I, I forgot that like, you mentioned me if you, you, click, oh, the on, hints. you click on the icon, you get a hint as to what the... Because yes. I was trying to do it like just by yeah. what I thought it was going to be and I kept getting it wrong. I'm like, okay, I'm going to fail this thing. So yeah. I got to like, do it properly. So those, those, those um, sequences are challenging, but... Mm-hmm. I like the and the animation, not the animation, just the presentation in general. Yeah, I the love the whole style. Out. Yeah, style like that game great. has style. Who's your waifu? Probably um, oh my gosh, I can't remember her name right now. It's gonna drive me nuts. The girl who wears purple, Kyoko, not Kyoko. What's her yeah, name? is it Kyoko? Yes, Kyoko. Oh, Kyoko. Okay, yeah. She's Kyoko's also cool. my waifu. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll get to the third trial this week. That one, I'm pretty sure I also remember. This one, I think, is a little rough. <laughs> so we'll see if my memory correct is correct. Um. But yes, Animal Crossing, we've both been playing that also. I'm, I'm definitely an Animal Crossing noob. I mean, I've been watching you play it for years, and I've never really understood the appeal myself, because I'm not into the... Simulation. Like the Stardew Valley, yeah. the Harvest Moons. I was always one of those kind of games, and it kind of is, in a way. Right? In a I mean, lighter sense, lighter, yeah. Lighter sense, yes, because... Yeah, but I don't know. I always thought the presentation was cute, and I know a lot of people loved it. But I don't know. For some reason, the other day, I just thought I was watching Sarah play it, and I thought, you know, I'm gonna, just, I'm just gonna try. I'm gonna try and start up a town or island, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and, I keep calling it town, but I yeah, know it's island. And see where it goes. And I was like hooked within the first hour. I was just like, oh man, like I want to like unlock all these tools. Yeah. I want to pay off my loan. I want to get my they house lead built. you along oh, really man, good. The, the, the carrot on the stick is. Yeah. I'm a huge sucker for that stuff. Anything, <laughs> anything that's got a clear progression to it. It's a task to work towards. But the weird thing with this one is that, like, after a few hours, there's really nothing else to do except for, like, fishing and butt catching. Well, you're it's, waiting on a certain event each day yeah, to happen, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's what keeps bringing you back. Like, when uh, a new uh, merchant is coming or you know that somebody's moving in that day or right now there is an event going on for Easter. So I think there's always that carrot on the stick daily. And I think like us playing it together today uh, during different times, maybe we we had some fun, like a little bit of a fun rivalry going. So yeah. I'd be like, oh, I just got this awesome DIY recipe for this bunny suit. And yeah. you'd be like, oh, I didn't get that yet. Or, yeah. or I had like, a, you know, I got the fence. Everybody I didn't get, get the fence yet. You haven't got the fence yet? No. Oh. I like the fence. It's cool. Yeah. No, I, I uh, when you weren't watching, I got a balloon and a lamp and a, and a stool. So you can get those tomorrow. But I didn't get the lamp yet. No? Hmm. But um, 
again me being a gamble crossing dude there's always stuff that a vet like her would know more than i wouldn't like again i went to an island i picked a bunch of flowers i thought oh, these are great i'm gonna go back home plant these in my plant and make a garden for myself all these like uh, yellow lilies and white lilies and all yeah. this stuff and i came back and so i throw the plant on the ground I'm like okay that's not right i like, <laughs> have to dig a hole first i dig a hole and i said do you want to bury it I'm like i don't want to bury it and i was like so i said to sarah i said how do i plant these things she's like well, when you went to the island she's like did you rip it up with your hands or did you dig it up with a shovel and i said my hands and she's like no you're supposed to dig it up then you can replant it I'm yeah like, ah. yeah so that learned, happened to yeah. me I, I one of my first islands was um had rare flowers on it so i'm like oh I'll just pick all the flowers and i got back home it's like why aren't they burying? Like, why can't I plant mm. these? And now I have this knowledge to pass on to you to not make the same mistake. I also um, made the decision today. I, I was chipping away at a rock and I got a gold nugget out of one. And I, I Usually it's just iron nuggets that I've gotten so far. So I said to Sarah, oh, a gold nugget must be pretty valuable, right? And I'd like to use it for anything. She's like, yeah, you can use it for certain recipes down the road. But I, I decided to sell it at this point to Timmy because I can get like 10,000 bells for it. <laughs> I'm only like 15,000 bells away from paying off my first loan in the house. So I can mm. get a second. Yeah, try paying off a bridge. That's I've, How many bells is it? The cheapest bridge, like there's different levels, yeah. obviously different cosmetic ones, but the cheapest one is 100,000. Okay. So I was like, I'm not building a bridge anytime soon. I used all and my the, bells the today. The bridge literally just like crosses a river or something? That's like it. it. Okay. But I have so many rivers to cross. Like I would need a minimum of five bridges to cross all, at all junctions. But um, I set, set Use all my bells today on buying a switch replica at the Nook shop. <laughs> so we'll see if that pans out later. But yeah, I, I assume you're enjoying it. You keep coming back. So. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm always, even if it's, like you said, even if you're going on, if you've already done all the major tasks for the yeah. day, like, you know, like again, like I think tomorrow. So tomorrow, I guess I'm waiting for Blathers to open the museum. Oh, and you have the store coming tomorrow. Is that going to be on the same day then? That's or, an instant uh, one because you oh, need it. Right. That one's then, a necessary one. So let's assume I pay off, let's assume I pay off my loan. Tonight. Then it will grow. Oh, tonight. Then it will your new house will be there tomorrow. Okay, cool. By new house, new, you mean bigger? Like, like a, is it, it like a second level? Or is it no, the first one is an expansion. The second one, time you pay off, you get a back room. So for now, when I pay it off, my my main room, my we'll main living space, will just be a bit bigger. Yeah. Okay. And the next and, one, I think, is two hundred thousand, and then that makes you get a back room. Yeah, I did like purchasing the extra inventory space for your, yes, your, your pockets. Necessary. It was definitely a, uh, a big well, When did I get the second one? Oh, when the town hall was there. So once you, next you will get, you'll have to make three residence homes and then you'll have to wait for them to move in. So that takes three days. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you'll get the town hall and that's when you can get the other inventory um, and larger, I guess. I forget the name of it, but yeah, it's game changer when you're on another island and you want to get all the exotic plants and fish. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I can see why people like the game. It appeals to hardcore gamers or casual gamers yeah, alike. Yeah, it's just so chill. It's like it's such a great chill game, especially in like these times. What, what, so the franchise has been around for what, like twenty years, maybe? Um, like kind of sixty-four days, right? Twenty years? No, I'd say like eighteen. So close, yeah. Okay, but so you've probably played them all, or at least I have played them. them all. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really dabble in City folk but yeah but would you say this one's the best so far or it might, might be the best potentially yeah be- new new uh, for me the first one is still number one because i had the the um nes games that you could get from villagers which was like just such a silly thing but it was fun like a, its own virtual console and new belief was amazing just the amount of stuff i, I have all like the Seven Eleven furniture and stuff like that so i want to i hope that they have like uh business events in this one too but this could definitely become the best if it keeps growing. Every day is something new. Um, so it keeps expanding, and I'm I'm reeled back in. Like I'm excited to finish this bounty event. 
I told you that I thought I saw something on Twitter. I don't know if it was on Twitter or somewhere else I saw a few days ago that was trending. Some kind of rumor that maybe they were going to put swimming in. Like you could swim in this one. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I believe one of them had it. What do they mean? Like, swim in the ocean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I, bought, I was so angry the other day. I used a lot of my miles to buy a pool. And I don't think the pool can be used as a pool. Like, I just want a resident to just sit in there. Can you put fish in it? No. Oh. It's just a pool. I was like, well, I want a resident to at least sit on the brim of the pool to, like, make it look like, hey, mm. I'm just chilling. But no, they don't do anything with it. So I'm slightly peeved. I think I told you about something yesterday I thought was funny. So I'm always looking for funny opportunities to, like, take pictures with my, mm. my villager with other people. And there was one point, like, my two residents on my island, Bill and... and uh, Renee. Why wrong? Renee. I don't want to say rally. I don't want to say rally. Renee makes sense. She's a horse. Renee and Bill, the duck. Uh, they're on, they're on my island, so they're uh, they're both like sitting under a tree, just like chilling in the shade. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could like sit down beside them and take like, yeah. a selfie or something. And of course, I go to like just even stand, take a picture of them. They both get up and walk away. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, fine, ruin my picture. Then. Yeah. So, One of my villagers was eating a donut under a tree, and I came closer to take a picture, and she went to another tree <laughs> and sat down again. I was like, okay, I see how this is. I don't want to be photobombed. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I'm definitely interested. I mean. Again, you being a veteran of the series, you kind of know where this stuff's going in terms of the seasons and the holidays and stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes up in the next few months, you know. Yeah, no, like I have, I did pre-order the guides that should be coming this month because in March it was like, okay, what fish are going to be gone in April that I have to catch in March or I'm going to have to wait a whole year for. So yeah. I'm sure I missed something. Is, is the only reason you want to catch the fish is to like fill out your Critipedia yes. thing? Oh, and the museum. Like museum. my number one priority is filling in the museum, but I'm sure I missed stuff. So that's going to be a process but i want to know because right now if you collect all the bunny or easter egg furniture you get a special easter egg furniture in the end if you collect it all but it's like what is all of the furniture i would like the guide to know what is all of the furniture when am i done Uh, what am i missing so that'll eventually come in and we'll have a little bit more light shined upon all this stuff but cool okay other than that, well, I guess you mean anything else you want to say about pokemon is just same old at this point oh yeah same old same old my podcast game still chugging along nothing new yeah, I don't really have too much more to say, honestly. Well, I guess if I wanted to leave it in something simple, I'll just say I played a little bit of Apex again recently. I mean, nothing much has changed. There's no new events or modes or anything. The like, I think I said last week the ranked has switched over. So right, I played a bit of the ranked again. Um, yeah, I'll, I think I'm level 93 or 94 right now. No, 93. So I'll, I'll still hit the 110 battle pass yeah, by, yeah. The end of, one, one by the month? end of April. Yeah. No problem, yeah. But yeah, same. Well, I, I heard a rumor there might be an event this week or next week coming. Some, but it's probably it's usually with, near holidays, so that would make yeah. sense. But they usually drop events on Tuesday, so the fact we didn't get one yesterday makes me makes me think it would be another. Well, it could be a weekend, well, the other though. one was could be a weekend. It could be a weekend, or yeah. the one, the last one was pushed a day mm-hmm. due to weird update thing. So yeah, could, you never know. Could be that, but uh, someone uh, someone took a screenshot in one of their games, put it on Reddit, like on on the regular map, not on Kings Canyon, like on the World's yeah. Edge map. There was a they were up on this mountain area, and there was like a dead animal there, like it looked like a dead like uh, some kind of like you know alien creature or something. Okay, so everybody's like, okay, so it's just like. Because like Respawn always has, they always like tease these events beforehand. There's yes. always like a meteor in the sky or some kind of like sign. So it sounds like there's like this dead monster on this mountain. It's like, does this mean something? Yeah. <laughs> so it could be an event lead in. I don't know what it for. Huh. But... Sure, why not? But uh... And more baseball. There we go. To check the, uh... See, I'm not 100% sure how accurate this. Like, that? I don't know. Tra- tracking time, like in a game. Like, oh. It's like. A, I don't know if like in baseball, I don't know if it tracks time when you're in menus or not. It has to. Gameplay. You spend more time in menus than you do game. Yeah. But there's like there's not like a running clock when you go in the menus. It's like a static number. So like okay. it's a running clock. So I don't know if it's actually counting menus or not. But at this point, it's so what it's been out for two a little March two weeks 13th. now. March thirteenth. 
So three weeks. Almost three weeks, three I weeks. think. Let's say so Friday weeks. would be three weeks. And it says I have about almost four days of game played. For I'm not so, shocked. So what is that? Like almost 100 hours? Yeah. Yeah, 24. Yeah, 96. 96 yeah. hours be four days. So, um, But yeah, no, baseball is so great. Like I said, uh, they're still dropping good content out. Like there's a new there, there's a new event rollover tomorrow. Um, but the nice thing about that though is like this event's like a three part thing. Um, so like if you had like say I have like I have like 17 wins in the current event. Like my cumulative wins will still carry over to the new event. But I don't know if they're resetting the rewards or if they're adding new rewards. But like some people have already got like 100 wins in the event because there's, oh, wow. there's three in games. And people are just like steamrolling through them. So I don't know if uh, yeah that, how that's working. That's supposed to be tomorrow though. They're resetting the event. Yeah, I've been playing online a fair amount on. Like I, I've you know, gone 10 and 5 online so far, which is pretty good for me. Especially because I think two of those losses were due to, like, server disconnects. Oh, right. Like, I was winning at the time, then the that server dropped me, and I get a little lost. bit of an issue. Kind of annoying. But also, too, I think probably out of those 10 wins, I think I've only actually gone the full nine innings in, like, three of them. Because most yeah. times people just rage quit after, like, three or four innings. If yeah, so used to, like, the battle royale length. And yeah. it's like, if they're not going to win, just move on. There's uh, there's also going to be a new... Um, they did the same thing last year. They did, Like, right now, they have this thing called the first inning program, which ran from the launch till basically till the end of next tuesday i think okay and that's just like a bunch of missions and challenges and stuff you can do to earn uh you get like 300 stars you get like a what they call a boss card which in this case was like a you know a diamond pitcher for me okay uh you get to choose from three of them um so as of next tuesday next, no sorry not next tuesday it's, what's nine days from now would be uh, next, next friday Thursday or friday or something yeah next friday i guess um next friday i think is when the second inning starts okay so at that point um any challenges any challenges you didn't do in the first inning you can still go back and do those and count towards that program but anything else like any daily missions you do or any other new missions obviously they just count towards the current program right so you kind of want to like wrap up the other program yeah like you had to work harder to finish the first program if you didn't finish it yeah like now is the time to like grind away at yeah. it if you really wanted to get like i've gotten pretty much all the stats done in terms of the missions and the online stuff so i don't really have much else to do there but yeah, so I guess it's so good Friday stuff to do on there. The servers have been pretty good the last few days. I haven't had too many server issues, but every once in a while it's annoying when it pops up. Like I, I always feel like I, whenever I go online, I usually just want to jump into a ranked game right away and just like kind of get my momentum going. But I always want to start doing an adventure conquest game first because I'm worried if I get like two innings into a game and the server drops me, I'd rather that happen during a, a three-inning game than a, a ranked right. game where I lose points. So that's a little annoying. But again, I'm sure the servers are overloaded with everybody being home right yeah. now, and you know it is what it is. So make the best of it uh yeah that's MLB in a nutshell you watched the hunt yes okay i did actually watch a new movie recently <laughs> uh, just yesterday thankfully my sister-in-law was gracious enough to let me uh i guess when you rent those movies online for like borrow 48 rental, hours or whatever yeah. you can like borrow an online rental so i was able to watch it at uh, home and uh yeah so the hunt for anyone who doesn't know it's a uh it was supposed to come out last year. It was kind of a controversial like they pushed it back because last year with all the shooting stuff that was going on in the US, which honestly nowadays feels like so long ago with all the other stuff going no on in the kidding. world. But yeah, with all the uh, violence in America last year, gun violence, uh, they they pushed this movie back because it's it's very I mean, the movie has sort of a political message to it, but it's very tongue in cheek. It's a the movie's really a satire. Like it's a joke on like how Republicans treat liberals and in states and how you know the like the gun happy rednecks and the uh you know, the people on social media who just want to tear everyone down that kind of thing there's a lot of that in the, in the movie it's, it's it's a pretty interesting script i think it's clever as long as people understand that no, yeah if you're taking it seriously you're gonna think oh this movie's just you know whacked political <laughs> trash it's like yeah. no it's not what it's trying to get it's, it's a silly movie um but it's it's very short it's only an hour and a half um it's very to the point there's not a lot of filler i can't think of any filler to be honest I mean, the plot just goes and goes and goes from the very beginning when it drops you in um a lot of, a lot of recognizable actors uh so it's got a good cast everybody's having fun with the role 
the main actress who I I, uh, I never seen her anything before. I had to look her up after. Her name is Betty Gilpin, and I guess she's um, I mean she's in her early thirties. She's a uh, she's like a relatively newer actress. She's been acting for like the last five or six years primarily and like Netflix stuff and miniseries and stuff like that. But she was on that um, I don't think it's still on anymore. But there's there's a Netflix series called Glow. Okay, I've heard of it. Female wrestling, I think it was. Oh yes, yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, so she was in that apparently. I think she got nominated for an Emmy or something. So, but yeah, she was like this. She was a star of this movie, and she stole the show for me. She was funny. She was, uh, like the movie was super violent, and from what I can tell, she probably did most of the stunts herself. Like when there was, there's a lot of scenes in the movie where she's killing people, or you know, she has this awesome hand to hand fight with the character. I won't spoil, but uh, to me, it seemed like the way they were shooting the film, like they're either doing a really good job of hiding the stunt people, or they were actually doing all these stunts themselves because it was uh pretty good. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's I don't know if it's a hard movie to recommend to people because, like, you know, your your sister is the one who lent it to me. Yeah, and she didn't like it much. But well, she, she didn't. She went in not knowing what but, it was. But you like you told me she saw the trailer, but she thought it was a comedy. I don't know where she got that from the trailer because the trailer leads into, again. The trailer reads to me as satire. <laughs> well, no, yeah. I felt the same as her. Yeah. I thought, thought it was, it was a comedy? comedy. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's a bad job on the marketing team, I guess. But. I, I didn't read it that way at all going in. I, going in, I knew what it was going to be before I read any reviews or anything. But, yeah, I was happy with it. It was exactly what I expected. A nice way to pass an hour and a half. And, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so good, good movie. It's So, again, I don't uh, – it's not on any of the – it's not on, like, Netflix or Amazon or anything right now. I think if you wanted to watch right now, you'd have to rent it online somewhere. Like, actually yeah, pay to, I don't know what month, other services so. do that, but for us in Canada, it was Cineplex. Cineplex, yeah. Well, so last week we had discussed – we talked about – previous series we really liked so maybe mm-hmm. we want to go back and rewatch or ones we could like recommend to people so i kind of want to piggyback off that topic again this week but with a different twist a little bit i want to say to you so your suggestions oh last week your suggestions last week were gilmore girls and gray's anatomy those are my your, those are my shows that yeah. define me right <laughs> so my question to you was going to be if you were going to recommend that show to someone else whether it be a friend or relative or let's just you know you wanted someone to go in completely blind to it so how would you sell them on a sh- like, how would you sell someone on gilmore girls or what, what aspect of someone's personality would you think hey you might like this show because oh boy you know I mean? like selling it to you i don't know like, how like, would you sell it to me if you had to sell gilmore girls to me you'd probably rely on what like cute movie- girls okay and like, <laughs> and like movie-, movie references and stuff right oh there's so many re- it is a hilarious show and i love it considering i don't understand the re- all the references i am more in it for um the relationship aspect and rory growing up but it is about a mother and a daughter growing together, like a young mother. She had Rory when she was 16. So it's about them growing up and figuring each other out. But even from the first episode when a, they're together and a dude is trying to pick her uh, Rory up, you could just get the tone from the pilot and that's carried through the whole series. And even though diminishing returns after the third season, it still, still kept going uh, strong even though I don't agree with the ending of season seven. But um, what aspect would you like about it? Probably the funniness. Like the quips, they talk so fast. Like everybody thinks it's a, a talking simulator. Like you have to be on another level of understanding to understand these people. But if you can, you will find the hilarity in it. But I think for you, it would be the different actors that come in. Like you liked Richard. I'm pretty sure. Like the father character. Yeah. Or father. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think I like most, like from what I, a few brief uh, episodes I've seen of the show, I like most of the male characters. Like Jess like, became a big actor. This is us. Oh, yes. Okay. I know who you're talking about. I think it's um, Milo. Yes. Ben and Logan was in The Good Wife. 
Yes. Okay. Um, Dean, I don't know. Supernatural. Supernatural, yeah, that's right. Um, so I don't count Dean because Dean's Dean. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Dean. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't remember Luke was in Saw. I he was in it. a couple of the Saw films, <laughs> the later ones, like four or five or something. Yeah. But I think they have fun cameos too, and obviously Suki. Yep. Um, yep. even though her other more raunchy humor side doesn't really show mm. in Gilmore Girls, but I don't know. Like this was a starting place for a lot of people too. So it is just such a compact great show that never stops every episode has something going on and it's not like Grey's Anatomy where Grey's Anatomy is like you could have three episodes in a season that literally just do nothing for the story especially this season I count at least three episodes where I was like I could have totally skipped this episode and totally been going on with the story no problem where Gilmore Girls always something going on you would want to rewatch it to make sure you didn't miss anything I was going to ask you about Grey's, but I'll give you a breather. You've been talking a lot. So Sorry. One of my suggestions. So one of my, one of my suggestions last week, I liked Justified and Person oh, of Interest. And you, sorry, Justified. I'm gagging at Justified. Yes. Okay. So if I was going <laughs> to sell someone on Justified, I would say, hey, do you like Westerns? Okay. It's for you. Do you, I mean, do you, I guess, I guess piggybacking with Westerns, if you like Westerns, you also like the Clint Eastwood type, because that's sort of yes. what's going for that Clint Eastwood type of, yep. you know, shoot first, ask questions later. That's a crime qu- drama. Witty. Oh, no, I mean, the plot's great. I'm not trying to undersell the plot. I'm just saying going in, um, yeah, it's got a Western setting. The character is very old school. You know, like I said, shoot first, ask questions later. Um, My favorite part of that show, even though I didn't mm. like it, was the character arcs. Yes. Again, like I said, especially between Raylan and Boyd. Yeah. Like, the dynamics between the lead and the antagonist and the fact that they don't always, like, yeah. Sometimes they're on the same side. Sometimes they're butting heads. And it's it constantly evolves throughout the series. That, that That's definitely the best dynamic. But like I said, I appreciate, too, that every character on the show gets a nice there's a nice arc no there's no flat characters on the show even like the the other marshals that Raylan works with in the first season you don't know a lot about them but then over the course of the series they evolve too and you get to learn more about them and see more of them in in uh independent roles um and again too i thought the female characters really well represented on the show which for a western is hard to do but yeah. whether, whether it's Raylan's ex-wife or his mistress or any of the like i said i mentioned one of the antagonists in season two was a was a, a, a female villain right um yeah no it's it's a it's again it's not it's not as quick as what's the word you use for gilmore girls as like the dialogue was it's quippy i don't yeah, even quippy. know i wouldn't say that about this but i would say the dialogue does feel very natural well the western westerns are slow yeah by nature yeah but i think there's ways that because again it's sort of an episodic procedural thing where it's like in some episodes Raylan has to deal with a new criminal of the day kind of thing and then of course he takes the guy down at the end they have a nice little shootout slash dialogue at the end whether he arrests them or kills them whatever it's usually one or the other <laughs> but uh yeah no, it's it's I, I could recommend my dad would probably like watching it for older generational take i like watching it for different reasons i think it's an easy show to recommend to a lot of people and again i think just watch the pilot if you're not hooked by the end of the pilot then it's not yeah, for you so i think the pilot is doesn't yeah. change much after that okay what about you then how about gray's anatomy do you love fire that i think is a do show you love characters called mcsteamy and no, mcdreamy no. <laughs> well, <laughs> but i knew all about them when the show was at its peak because it was not, you know, that's all you ever heard about yeah like whether it's on like are like, you team mcsteamy or team mcdreamy um it it destroyed me is it when any they good killed... as an actual medical show or is it just trash it drama? used to be it used to be okay. yeah well okay i'm gonna say it's gone through many phases first of all first off it was kind of good for the medical sense it was like different cool medical things were happening like different cases and they were all real life cases because mm-hmm. they obviously like most medical shows they have somebody on staff that knows these things and has been like research these cases 
but it did start off with that except for like the there were there okay the, the first four seasons are a lot about meredith uh, being in situations where she could die and every time there, there's always somebody in danger Right. But it was it's a lot about her just uh, being down. It was a lot about her depression and stuff and just not feeling the need to live. Also about getting McDreamy's attention. So it was it was half and half at that point. And then it kind of got to a point where it kind of started turning into a trashy thing where it was a lot about the boys and the girls and who was with who. It's so opera. Yeah. But now it's turned more into the Meredith show where she is like about everything I, th- I mentioned this last week but she is so into every problem that's going on she has to solve it right. like i said last week like she's about she's about america not being able to afford their bi- their medical bills mm. and she's gonna stop like she's on a rampage to stop that um so it, it has gone through its phases now it's not so much about who she's dating but more about her and her family the family she's kind of adopted now because her husband is gone now she has three kids um, so she kind of lives with her sister-in-law and her biological sister. Um, but they they kind of form a, what is the word, dysfunctional family. <laughs> but it's it has grown. Like, I do love the characters more. You have three people that have still been there from the first episode. So mm-hmm. it's like you have watched people grow. Like, poor Richard, like, last week's episode was like, oh, my gosh, what's happening to Richard? Everybody always has their time to shine. Everybody always has. Like, Richard has gone through a slew of time where he was injured and we have to figure out how he's going to get better. And is this the time that he's going to die like every other character has on the show? Um, but it's been a while since somebody has perished and left, which was kind of par for the course. It was the first like 10 seasons. So now it's kind of like they leave and they're just kind of off in the distance. We, we're not killing them anymore. So that's kind of nice, I guess. But yeah, I, I do miss some of the characters. Oh, it's like ER with more boy problems there you go yeah you still didn't swim no me, i didn't but, think uh, so it was it's not for you you're just you're not the type for this that's okay uh well the other show that uh again i mentioned last week was person of interest i think that one's got a pretty wide appeal because uh, again you could if i was going to appeal to a younger demographic who you know plays video games i would say do you like watchdogs well that's basically the premise of watchdogs yeah, yeah. you know using surveillance to track big people brother and, yeah exactly big brother and everything or i could say do you like you know, you like the procedural cop shows where it's every day they're tracking down a different criminal. Mm, yes, it is all about one you know, criminal. It's, it's the whole very, episode. Yeah, well, there is some. Well, arcs. there is underlying. Yes, yeah, but, but you're right. Every episode is usually a different. Somebody's in danger. Case of the day kind of thing. So I feel like that kind of like an NCIS type thing. Yeah, it's like you know, po- uh, what would I say? A few years in the future for technology kind of thing. But yeah, yeah it is. But again, I also too, if you like that, if you like that whole dynamic where you have two like mismatched protagonists, like in this case, mm. you have like Reese and Finch. Like you know, Finch is like the the nerdy, uh, you know, doesn't get his hands dirty behind but the he's, scenes. He's obviously technologically a genius type yeah. thing, and then you have Reese, who's like the ex, you know, war, war veteran yeah. contractor, or whatever, and he's just you know willing to beat anybody up, shoot anybody that you yeah. need, kind of thing. So, you know, but again, their their relationship, their friendship evolved so great, so well over the first season that you know you buy their by their friendship even if they're kind of like polar opposites in a lot of ways yes yeah other than that i mean i like i said i can't judge because i haven't seen the whole series to the end of person of interest but the, the, what i watched in the first three or four seasons i think it it, it goes it, there's there's a lot if you don't mind show has a lot of flashbacks too pretty much every episode has some kind of flashback to yeah you have Finch's to have past, watched reese's past yeah yeah it's not kind of sure you could like jump into a tv no. like what's going on you definitely need to watch it start to finish i think uh i would have said that about any of these shows though like you kind of have to watch from the beginning yeah 
I'm just saying any show that deals with flashbacks, especially going years into someone's past, yeah. you're not going to know what the heck's going on if you're jumping into a series no. like season two or three, right? Like it's, you can figure it out eventually, but. No. <laughs> no. Okay. How would you know about where McSteamy came from and McDreamy and his past? How you the... wouldn't. Well, you'd miss the whole thing. They're part. not here anymore, are they? Spoilers. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, then. Yeah. Poor McDreamy. They, they, they went on to better things. Good for them, both Did actors. they? I have no idea what. No, mix Patrick Dempsey did not. He did Enchanted, and then he what did he do since then? He was in Transformers Three. <laughs> yeah, no. What did Mix Steamy do? <laughs> I have no idea. Exactly, they're not going to better things. <laughs> Getting away from grace is a good lies. thing. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Your lies. So okay, so adding on to this topic a bit, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, in terms of film franchises, when I say franchise, uh, the ones I want to specifically say, if you have any, you can jump right in and su- su- uh, suggest anything as well. Franchises. But for me, the ones that come to mind, like let's just say. If, if someone had never seen a James Bond film before. Oh, like here we go. The Bond and train. you said to them, you have to watch one Bond film. You'd have to watch Casino Royale. I, I was really torn between that. <gasps> or... Skyfall? Don't no, say Gold. No. Gold? Yeah, Goldeneye. Oh, Goldeneye no. or... Yeah, I think it has to be either Goldeneye no, Casino or Royale. Casino Royale. It's modern. It's watchable. No, Casino Royale is definitely watchable. I proved that when I watched it again recently. Um, I don't know. It'd be hard for to suggest... Unless someone has no problem watching... like. Because older films are obviously, they're still watchable, but they're filmed in a very certain way. Like, try and go back and watch any of the Sean Connery Bonner films. They have their charm. Like, they have yeah, good yeah. moments in them. You can appreciate how the franchise evolved and how certain genre tropes that came from those early films have continued throughout the entire franchise. Yes. There definitely is that. But now they're trying to screw with but the story. Obviously, but obviously, if you have any problem with, like, older films being sexist or misogynistic, they were very yes, much like Yes, they were of its time. In the 60s and 70s and maybe even the 80s. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think the Brosnan films still hold up in a modern sense just because he's a really good Bond. Like he's Yes, just, he is. And, and he looks so the most Bond yeah. to me. And the action scenes are still really good in all those films. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, like, whereas Casino Royale obviously had, the, in my opinion, the best Bond girl. Although Goldeneye had a couple good ones too. You can't poo-poo the Goldeneye ones. <laughs> but they're not Vesper. They're not Vesper. But they were, at the time, they were amazing. Compared yes, to, I compared, understand compared, that. Compared to what you usually got in Bond films with girls. I thought it was like, all models and swimsuit people. No, my point is, okay, in previous Bond films, before Goldeneye, in previous Bond films, the women usually couldn't act very well. They were just there for eye candy. They're usually much younger than the Bond character. Like in well, Roger Moore, In Roger true. Moore's case, they were like 30 years younger than him. And uh, they were usually just like kind of like pushed out of the plot when the well, of course because they were there for a purpose usually for Bond to sleep with them and then they would be out of the picture. But yeah. with, with Goldeneye, it was great because you had two main female actresses, one who was like obviously like a, an ally on Bond's side, Natalia, and she has some agencies. Was she agencies the Russian throughout one? The, she the, the Russian one, one yeah. Well, okay. they're both Russian. Oh, shoot. Yeah, because the other one was I paid attention because well, yeah, her name's Natalia, so she's I Russian. I thought so. And the other one's Zenya. Oh boy, that was the vil- the female villain. Okay, one, crush one of them was blonde. Natalia is kind of a dirty blonde, I guess. Okay, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. But I remember the girl that could crush, crush people with their legs, though. That yes, was awesome. Yes. That's <laughs> uh, a hard choice. I, I don't know what you're looking I, for, I, I think. Want, I still want to say Goldeneye. If you, if you like... say, hey, I want classic Bond, then you go with Goldeneye. Yeah. I think, okay, here's the problem, I think. If you watch Casino Royale, which is a great film, you're going to say, man, I want to watch all the other Craig films now. I'd be like, eh. Yeah, no, they're not. They're Whereas different, if you watch beast. Goldeneye, you're like, man, I want to see more Bond. I'm like, okay, watch the next two Pierce Brosnan films. Cause they're they're both pretty good still, too, I think. Tomorrow Never Dies and The World's Not Enough. Yeah. You can skip Die Another Day. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was Okay, okay. Then if you but, were to recommend one trilo- like one actor's work for at Bond, who would you recommend then? If you only could watch one, would it be Brosnan or would it be Craig? To somebody who's never watched Bond before. Haha, mm, that's a tough one. I exactly why I asked it. Here's my problem. I think uh, Craig. No, Craig is really good. I like Craig a lot. He's the second best Bond. I think Brosnan is the best Bond because for looks or for even, acting, both. Okay, but because Brosnan, even the last two films he did, which weren't great, he still gave it his all. He was all in. 
Whereas Craig, the last two has been kind of like well, you, you, but we know them. that because of his contract, he doesn't want to be Bond anymore. They keep giving him money. Like we know what's going on around the film that we can I see think, that when I he's think, acting. I think Brosnan laments not being able to do the role more or to do yes. it once he did his four films and he was done. I think yeah. he wanted to do it more, but obviously their age age was pushing him out and and they were going a different direction. But uh, my next suggestion would be okay if now. Obviously, with Bond, with Bond, you have like 25 films to choose from. It's a pretty big library. Yes. This franchise is not as many, but there's still enough, I think, it qualifies for this discussion. No, God, no. <laughs> Spider-Man. No, uh, Mission Impossible. Oh. I think you can make a case that you could skip the first three and jump into, just watch four, five, six, and you'd be good. But I thought about that earlier, and I was torn because I was like, I do think four, five, six are the best, like, in terms action. of... Action. Well, the best action, or just Set the pieces, best... pieces, I should say. Yeah. Like I think they're all good films in their own merits. Like it's like one going back and watching one now is such a change because it was so slow paced. It, it was going for that, just like the Bond. show back from the previous show. It was going for that, yeah, slow paced espionage, like sneak in, sneak out, don't really kill anybody, big mm-hmm. action scene kind of thing. So the first one's still really good on its own merits, but I think. And then two was the polar opposite because two, you had like you had a well, you had a Japanese director who was known for his action, so he went over the top with these action scenes, like motorcycle <laughs> That's chases. Where it changed. And, yeah, so one and two totally different change. And then three was three. It was the J J Abrams did that one. What happened in three? That's the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman when he puts bombs in people's heads. Oh, then, like three. Yes. Three's still really good. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting three down at all. But I just think it, it's the franchise made some kind of a shift when it went to four, four, five, and six. Have all followed a trend. They're all trying to one up each other with these big set pieces and crews doing more and more crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the villains in all three of them are pretty good too. I mean, you have, you have essentially the same villain in five and six. They can't be worse than the Bond villains. No. No, no. I, I, think, I, think, to be honest, I think the villains in all the British Apostle films are good, yeah. even for, even one and two. Yeah. But yeah, because one and two are so different, uh, like genre wise. And so the other reason I would suggest maybe why you might want to watch three before you watch four, five, and six is because in three, what's his story about his wife? Well, yeah, in three, it's introduced that he has a wife, right? Okay, and she she sort of comes back into play in four and six. Yes, not in five. I remember in four that. And six. So it's hard for me to recommend four because they're going to reference three a lot. Yes. You're not going to know about it. So I'd say jump in at three. But you could you could skip one and two. You can still watch them. I'm just saying, like, watching all – if you watch, like, the first three Mission Impossible movies in a row, like, say, one each day you watch one of them, you'd be, be like, like wow, these are all totally different. Like, yeah. And I think, too, I think someone pointed out a funny trend. I can't remember if this is true for – I don't think it's true for six, but for a while there. So in Mission Impossible 1, Cruz had short hair. Okay. And two, he had long hair. Okay. Three, short hair. Four, long hair. <laughs> Five uh, short hair. I think it was six years short. Six years short hair again. So he yeah. broke the trend. But for a yeah. while there, he was all changing between hairstyles, yeah. which I thought was funny. But oh uh, yeah, but he, if he can still do those stunts and he wants oh, yeah. to still do those stunts, well, the funny he's going to be doing them. Like I'd say, right around the time four came out is when I want to say did four come out the same year as Skyfall? I want to say it was like twenty twelve. Really? So I want to say four is when Mission Impossible sort of started to overtake Bond in terms of mm-hmm. like Bond was always the golden in- standard for like set pieces and big you were always yes. looking forward to a Bond movie for the action scenes and, and I think once Mission Impossible 4 happened and then 5 and 6 every movie just like 6 was insane with the stunts like yep. I don't know how anybody could one up it and they're going to try for number 7 apparently but yeah I think the Mission Impossible movies have superseded Bond in terms of that status sort of for that go-to spy action movie you know right I mean? yeah. no yeah I would 100% rather watch Mission Impossible than any mm-hmm. Bond film yeah. like it's so fun. None of them really ever seen the drag either. Like, no, you know, they all, keep going. You know, I think the last two are probably over two the hours. The plots are sometimes they, silly. Yeah, you don't care. They still have the gadgets and the face masks yeah, and all that stuff. But, exactly. You know. I would rather entertain myself with that than slow See, it's bond. funny. When I, was, I was trying, when I was thinking of another one earlier, like another franchise I was going to suggest, I was going to say the Bourne films. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. You can't start with that one. You have to start with Bourne. I like one. how these are all like 
um series about spies and like one guy mm-hmm. that like you have a trend here <laughs> i guess i'm kind of shoehorned <laughs> into a uh, certain type of media that i like but yeah you'd have to watch all the borns except for the one that was not not matt damon yeah the born you Legacy. can skip that yeah one. you could skip that one yeah you could definitely just watch one two three and then the jason Bourne film that yeah came out a few years ago i don't know Bond is just but i think of, when i think of bond i think of old like i don't think it's broken the trend like i think craig tried but just the gaps in between them I think have the, kind I think of made the me forget about the, it the problem with the bond films where the where the mission impossible films have evolved and the bond films haven't is that the bond films they're they're always usually the same producers and the same writers so they're stuck in this mold of they have a script in their mind they know what they want they want to They'll, they'll tweak a few things. They'll throw a different villain in or a different Bond girl. Like, there's never really any big twists in a Bond film. Never. Like, it's never... It's like, you didn't, you didn't see that coming, that kind of thing. Skyfall kind of did at the end, didn't it? Well, if we want to get into spoilers... No. Oh. But I was just want to guess or no. Um, if I remember this right. <laughs> I guess you kind of didn't see the ending of Skyfall coming. Like, they didn't, re- didn't really foreshadow it much, but it makes sense when you watch yeah. it. Like, but other than that, it's kind of... You know what's gonna happen. Bond's gonna fight somebody. He's gonna win. There you like, go. Biggest tragedy for me of the last few Bond films how they just waste good villain actors. Yeah. Like having Christoph Waltz in Spectre and wasting him. Like that was, a, and then like even I liked Javier Bardem in Spectre, but or not Spectre in Skyfall. Sorry, but I think he could have been better. Even they gave him a bit more to do. But. Don't they have director problems all the time too? Like just differences. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. That's what I mean. Directors always have creative differences. Like yeah. with I think with the new one, which unfortunately got pushed now, the No Time to Die. Uh, they had at least three different directors yeah. on board for that. Yeah, one. see and, that that yeah. obviously means the studio eh. is, is they're meddling too much. They want their formula. Like, to be honest, you can't really blame the studio because their formula always prints them a billion dollars. Like people will pay to see the Bond films. Yeah, like it's a, it's a wide change of formula. But I think at some point, I, like directors want to take risks. They want to change it up. I think it's interesting that with No Time to Die. And we'll see how much of an influence it has. But for the first time, they brought on brought on a female screenwriter to help. Oh, out. Okay. I, I think that's interesting. And she's actually a really good writer. Like she's a she's a comedian, but she also does interesting. But she also does drama stuff too. But I'm just saying she. I'd be interesting to see how her, if there's any influence from her writing on the film, or if she's just like there. <laughs> just I, saying, yep, you spelled this right. <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe she'll develop the female characters more because that's always been a problem in Bond films usually, especially the last few. Has it been for the last few? Like well, I, I would say after Vesper, what's the last good female Bond girl that they've had? Or like, yeah, M's been, but M's been in this series for like the last ten films. So I mean, she's had some kind of her character arc. When you're introducing a new character, sometimes like a new female character, they haven't been very good the last few. No, no, yeah, since Vesper, <laughs> I guess I haven't seen Spectre. Yeah, don't. <laughs> so <laughs> see when you have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> when it, when a series is not progressing, when you have to say no to the most recent ones, that means it's. Poo-poo. Spectre's such a letdown. That I can't express how disappointed I was. That I could do a whole podcast and how that film disappointed me. And how but you're s- rearing to see the next one. So you're a sucker. Yep. I'm still a sucker. <laughs> for it. Well, come on. I've watched 25 Bond films. And to be honest, I've liked probably 22 of them, I would say. I won't get into which three right now. It's another podcast for another day. It's but... not Spectre. Spectre's one of them, that's for Not sure. Not Quantum of Solace. No, I like I, I like Quantum. I don't oh like, my gosh, I like, it's so I'm boring. Saying there's, there's only three Bond films I actively don't like. So I'll get into that another time. <laughs> but for now, I hope you enjoyed what we had. And like I said, piggybacking off last week again. So unfortunately, I'm sorry if you were, if you were already bored by Gilmore and Gray's stuff last week. Unfortunately, <gasps> Why not Justified in Person of Interest? Because <laughs> we'll be bored of those. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fine, I'll, I'll give Gilmore Girls some credit. But Gray's, I'm throwing under the bus. I'm sorry. <laughs> I understand that. No, like I said. I'm throwing I said... under the bus and I'm backing up and running over it again. That's what I think <laughs> it, it is. It is my trash show. Yes. 
like 15 seasons what is it like 16 they're on 16 now just ended already i can't believe it still draws in the ratings on tv people are you watching it i know some people i follow on twitter are catching up on netflix right now so they can be on the season i'm like yeah more of us but uh thank you for listening again and uh we'll see you next week see you next week stay safe Bye. bye